0: You are listening to Gizmonic Institute's radio.
1: In the not too distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MSD3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched to the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show That's the only way that Dr. Oz says he'll ever let them go Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars It's time for
2: Hispanic Institute's Radio
1: Uh, what?
3: I figured out how to make the pipes sing.
1: Oh, I hate this. Why, like... Uh. So, okay, first of all, now we don't have a bathroom on the lower deck because you took out all of the copper piping.
3: Who needs a bathroom when
1: you have music? Uh, we do. Well, I mean, at least on the lower deck. Now we only have three bathrooms. You know what is I mean?
4: Wait, is there still copper piping up there?
1: Yeah, there's, like, tons of oh, copper. Oh, man. Like, pretty much everything's made out of copper.
4: I thought I ripped all that out. Cash it in at the recycling center.
1: No, no, we've got copper wiring. That's oh, great news.
4: That's great news, cause uh, yeah, l- I need lots of things, so I'm gonna need you go ahead and send that stuff down here.
3: Well, I don't know if we can send it down, but if yeah. you take us down there, you can get all this valuable copper yeah, out sure, of Yeah,
4: sure, sure, I'll absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah, oh that's my God, how. Oh really? That's what will happen? No, no, that's okay. not what will happen at all.
1: Oh, uh, uh, well, that got me all excited.
3: Well, you know what? I still have the solace of music.
4: Uh, no! Yeah, thank God for that. Every
1: time you pick up that that copper pipe and start to blow whistling noises through it, I I want to just throw myself out the airlock.
4: Uh, yeah, it's it's bad because I've got this I've got you know it playing over the speakers down here, and there is a whole <laughs> pack of wild dogs that have been attracted <laughs> to the area.
1: Yeah, I guess that's something we don't have to worry about up here. But that's yeah.
4: Oh, it's definitely something you have to worry about up there.
1: Wait, wild dogs? Yeah,
4: there's wild packs of space dogs. (laughs) Oh my gosh,
3: that would be so cool. They're really
4: rampant, you know. Because the thing was, on Earth, it wasn't as bad because you know we had uh, national hero Bob Barker to stop the uh, to get them all neutered and stuff. But in space, there's no space, Bob Barker. Mm. So so there's just lots of lots of dog love.
3: Can we please adopt a pack of space dogs? Please, 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 I mean, please.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, it, that way we'd give them a good home. Okay. I didn't know that that wild space dogs were a thing. Okay. Okay.
3: Hang on. I'm gonna do the highest note that I can. Oh God. Here you ready?
1: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna cover my. You are. This
4: a terrible idea. Please stop. Don't do it. Here, here it is. Okay.
3: Okay. I did it. Oh. Oh. Okay. It was really high. Wow. Wow. What, yeah. What's that?
1: What's that? Told you, of space I dog? told
4: you it's a pack of wild space dogs. Now they're coming to you know devour your flesh. But
1: ah, look, is... they're so cute. They're right outside the window. Oh right. yes, they're wearing little space helmets. Yes, they got little
4: helmets on, and uh, yeah. and uh, you will notice there is maybe some blood inside the helmets.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but I mean, they look like they could be uh, you know, real real cute cute boys and sure. girls. Sure, totally. Favorite yeah.
3: part. Is that they all look like that Russian dog who got sent up to space. So now we know what happened to him. Yeah, Laika. a uh, Laika. That's
4: actually, that's right. That's how this started.
2: Yeah.
3: Least favorite part is how they have one front end and like
1: six back ends. Yeah. They're not traditionally what I would consider dogs.
4: Radiation is a magical beast. <laughs> uh, an artist. Yeah. Radiation <laughs> is a magical artist.
1: It's like a... It's it's a
3: like, it is an artist, a flesh. A
1: flesh artist. It's like... Bob Ross started uh,
4: channeling Cthulhu.
3: do you think uh, they have to poop six times as often or does it just channel down one
4: of them oh they do they do candy. they absolutely do they poop <laughs> I mean it's so much that's why you know I don't I don't like attracting uh, wild packs of space dogs because you got to have like one of, uh, one of those space pooper scoopers with six <laughs> yeah. tongs on six blades them
3: blades on it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, that barber Play-Doh set in the 90s where you, like, squish it down and it comes out all the holes. Oh,
1: gross, yeah. Yeah, like you're making spaghetti hair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, super gross.
3: Um, um, I don't know how to make them go away. They're still scratching at the door. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm sort of flipping the script on adopting these dogs. I don't think these are, these are adoptable dogs. These are like the dogs in Russia who learned how to use the subway.
4: They're not adoptable at all because they will eat you. So I think that's usually <laughs> that's usually like a pretty big disqualifier.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. It, and because, maybe they
3: have like you know maybe they have a, a space owner.
1: Too. Uh, yeah, well, or or maybe they're more like space wolves. Mm-hmm. Would that be a, maybe a more apt description from space dogs to space wolves?
4: No, no, nope. space wolves okay. are totally something different.
1: Oh no! Wait, what are space wolves?
4: Space wolves are just uh uh like just these balls of hair with teeth that float yeah. through space and that sounds uh
3: adorable also <laughs> hang on real quick i'm going to do a uh, my uh space dog repelling theme you okay. ready
1: yeah <laughs> wow
4: Oh, they're going away huh weird they're paddling uh, away amazing that yeah. worked I mean, uh-huh. granted, I uh, I intercepted that frequency there. What you played and uh-huh. converted it to a Space Dog, and <coughs> I'm pretty sure they're going back to get another pack to come back. Uh, I that's what. No. So great job. Basically, what you played to them was, "We are in here, and we are very defenseless and delicious." That's <laughs> what you played on the flute.
3: Well, uh, an easy death is better than another. How long in space? That's
1: true. Eternity. Wanna, yeah. yeah. I wanna I wanna explore this real quick, Doctor Odd. So you have a you have developed a computer program that can turn uh, musical notes into Specifically the recorder. Dog language? Okay, specifically recorder. And only and dog, dog, language. dog language. Okay. Okay. Also,
3: like you're impressed with that, but you're not impressed with my ability to summon space dogs?
1: I mean, I have I have ceased becoming impressed with the things that you do because they're all well, so well. The thing and was,
4: I I can convert that for you. That initial frequency you played was uh-huh. just the like the uh, the theme song and sounds from that old uh, uh, gravy train commercial where the little
2: <laughs> stagecoach
4: comes out and rides around the kitchen floor. That's what you played.
2: Okay.
4: So I that mean, it's kind of talented. understandable. I mean, they would show up. Yeah. Yeah. The,
1: I mean,
3: I don't blame him. I want to ride in the gravy train.
1: Yeah. I mean, r- really, anything other than bologna, I would, yeah, totally. Uh, I would get down on that. Now, hang on. How does
3: the gravy train work? Is it, Okay, so question. Is the kay. gravy piled up like coal is inside of a Well, okay, a train? so the
1: gravy train is not actually a, a train. train. It's, it's a, c- a covered wagon. Yes. Oh. Right? Or are those two separate things?
4: No, it's, I don't know. Anyway, oh, oh, it's oh, filled. And they're coming it's back. It's Conestoga <laughs> field with uh delicious gravy pioneers <laughs> Yeah,
1: they're, they're they're going on the Westward gravy expansion uh jeff yeah
3: we're, we're surrounded
1: oh no there are a lot of space. Dogs there's a out
3: dog on every port yep
4: kind of you know it's funny it's almost like i told you this would happen
3: <laughs> yeah uh can we call it trebus
0: uh,
4: trebus
1: take the wheel yeah trebus take the wheel trebus
3: take the wheel help trebus steer us away hi this is
0: uh this is trebus
1: Trivas,
3: what's Could you
0: how, how are you? From the,
1: uh, well, real bad. Yeah, you see the all the space dogs outside.
0: Oh, okay. You wanted help. I, I thought maybe you know you wanted to uh, converse with me.
1: Well,
2: sure. But yeah, I, I, mean, no, after, I understand. After. I understand.
0: You only call when there's a problem. I, it's, I get it.
2: Well, it's. Not I wouldn't. As those, I wouldn't you know. want
0: to talk to me either.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: it's, you know, some people are just people you enjoy talking to, and some yeah. people aren't. You some know, you don't have to just take it trees personal. They
1: give you a frigging guilt trip every time you try and ask them or anything. True fact. Oh,
0: it's okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm content up here, in my utter loneliness, just creating sure. the oxygen,
2: that can, keeps can, you Can alive. I
0: observe
3: that the the dog packs are forming like a massive dog ram? Yeah. By like gripping each other by their paws.
1: Also, Trebus, I hate to you know point this out, but you know, once the dogs come in and devour our bones, um, where do you think they're gonna want to urinate? Mm-hmm. All of these dogs.
0: That's basically not much different than what happens to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
3: That's true. We have used him to to wipe our hindquarters.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. peed on me, wiped your butts with me. All
3: right. Is there any the kind of humiliation
0: knows you no end? But I love it. That's my life. That's my. That you love it. Lot yeah, in life.
1: Fifty Shades of Tree. Is there anything you want, Trebus?
0: Um, uh, do you have a like a, a chainsaw?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you just want the sweet release of death? There will be no chainsaw. There will be no release for Trebus. Okay, he's very he's very happy up there in his little little command party. He's good.
1: He doesn't seem happy at all. I am he seems
0: truly. Serious. Truly clinically depressed, but
1: ah, <laughs> <laughs> Trevis.
0: But I'll I'll do anything I can to make these dogs leave. Wait, is he
1: being sarcastic? I don't know if he's making a tree joke. That was a tree. Not. That was
0: a, a tree joke. That was a tree uh, joke.
3: It, was good. All it right. was good. there's a crack in one of the port windows.
0: Yeah, can
4: we? Yeah, they're cool? pretty much. I uh, give you uh, a very short amount of time <laughs> until the ship is overrun with wild dogs, and again, you know not to. Not to run it into the ground or anything, but uh, it's almost like someone told you this would happen,
2: <laughs> and yet
4: you played your little, little flute, and here they you are. You know
3: what? You know what? You, you, know what you can't stop. <laughs> you can't stop the music.
4: Okay, um. you you t- now you just played a puppy channel commercial, so I don't. <laughs> this is really not going well at all.
1: These, these dog commercial Jeff, theme Jeff, songs. Any last words? I mean, I would like to do one last audio log before we're devouring. Yeah, it. you okay. really should. You know, you that's really kind really of fun. Yeah, yeah. We probably as, got that amount of time. As we're about... To, yeah, we probably have <sighs> about an hour before these things. Yeah. Cars,
3: I mean, so. when I and when I said they cracked the window, I meant they scratched the plastic. Yeah. So
4: I'm going to yeah. go make you a tuna have- sandwich. Oh, uh, you know, because the, the, the excitement, the suspense is making me
1: <laughs> hungry. <laughs> so I'll oh, go hungry. do that
4: while you guys go do that.
1: I think it's the dog food commercials that are making you hungry, but that's just my my way of looking at the situation. Can I say, Jeff,
3: while we're doing this audio log, can we pretend that absolutely nothing is out of the ordinary?
1: Okay. Yeah, let's just pretend. It's just normal day at the yeah, office. we're not going to die, and everything's fine.
3: All right. Sounds good.
1: Makes perfect sense. This is the audio log for MST3K Season 4, Episode 7, The Killer Shrews.
3: Uh, hang on a second! I just got to eat triple my body weight. Yeah. In uh, baloney, real quick. I <laughs> oh,
1: like a shrew, like a killer shrew. <laughs> like, ah oh, man, like I, I don't, I don't know what a shrew looks like. Really? Yeah. Going into this movie, I don't know what a shrew looks like, and well, you didn't really learn from the movie, right? And then I think to me, I think that a shrew is a dog wearing an old carpet sample. Uh, I think describe to me what a shrew looks like. Have you seen a shrew? You I you're, have you're se- acting like you know what a shrew looks I like. I do
3: in fact know what
1: Describe a shrew. what a shrew looks like to me.
3: Well, hang on. First Kay. of all, I have to tell you a shrew story.
1: Okay. A shrew is, now is this a true shrew story? This is a true
3: shrew story. <laughs> okay. Uh so at one point Kay. back on earth, yeah. you remember those old good old days?
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. You try mm-hmm. not to think about it, it as yeah. you sad. Yeah, sometimes when I'm not crying.
3: Okay. Yeah. So uh I lived in an apartment building mm-hmm. that had a pool. And the okay. pool was drained for the winter season. It was okay. not to the summer season. Okay. Um. But the, there was no cover placed over the top. Okay. And it was raining, and so rain was going into the pool. Okay. Uh. And I was I was I was driving by, and I parked my car, and I got out, and I looked into the pool out of curiosity. Curiosity. Cur-
1: curiosity. <laughs>
3: that's how dignified people say it. Thank you okay. very much. And pu-il. To uh, <laughs> he
1: looked into the pool with curiosity to see
3: if uh it was filling up with water. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I see. You had a really boring life back on Earth <laughs> <laughs> Well hey hey guys it's raining. I'm driving by the pool I'm going to pull over and see if it's filling up with water <laughs> <laughs> Well Oh gosh golly
3: <laughs> It was either that or microwaving soap again And I already know what happens when you microwave soap mm, Fair enough uh, And there was a shrew inside mm-hmm. of the pool And he had no way of He had fallen in
1: how do you know it was a he shrew? Oh, just wait, you.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> he would fallen into the pool, and it was filling up with water pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. And before long, he'd be having to swim because they're very small. Yes. Um, and drown. And he was cold, and he, and he couldn't get out of the pool. It was far too deep for a little shrew. Got and there was no, like, you know, the ladder didn't go all the way down. Right. And, and
1: this ladder was too big for the shrew. Yes. Because <laughs> well, it's a tiny rodent. It
3: couldn't become the size of the shrews in this movie. Right. So what I did was I went and I tore apart a large cardboard box uh, and got a lot of tape and gear and stuff. And I went out and I built a giant shrew ramp. Okay. And uh, the shrew ramp 2000 has still got to be patented. <laughs> but uh, then I sat and crouched in my window in my apartment and I waited and waited. And believe it or not, eventually the shrew figured it out and escaped from the pool. Okay. Um, so my theory from that is that at one point in my life, I'm going to be in some kind of danger. And uh, at the last second, uh, the shrews will appear to me, and the the shrew queen will be like, you have saved one of our own, and the blood debt must be repaid. And they will save me. Okay, all right. uh, In my mind, that was a, a, a,
1: a scout. See, do you now, do you regret not kind of being there for the shrew rescue? Because you did build the ramp, but then you sort of pieced out. So what if someone else gets credit for your?
3: Oh my god! True rescue. Oh my god! It could be Steve, my neighbor.
1: Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What if he's getting credit for it? I mean, he's not stuck up in space right now.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. He was probably saved from being kidnapped and then sent into space. This is
3: kind of like the I don't know who made this joke. Probably freaking Raymond. Raymond or <laughs> Seinfeld okay. making a joke about making sure they see you tipping.
1: <laughs> Ray- Rayman. Yeah, yeah, you know from the show everyone loves Rayman. <laughs> the guy whose arm and legs and head and head is not connected to his body. <laughs> everybody loves Rayman.
3: <laughs> or Frazier. Frazier. Yes. Uh one of those guys made the joke about making sure that they could see you when you tip.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it, was probably, it sounds like a Seinfeld bit. Uh <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs> Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Not, not everyone loves Rayman. Rayman. <laughs> um, <laughs> PlayStation One platformer Rayman.
3: Uh, that took me a minute because I thought you were saying not everyone loves Rayman. Well, I mean, and I, I'm I like, guess well everyone loves Rayman, but you're saying not the television yeah, show.
1: Yeah, well, I don't. I don't like to speak in absolutes, which is why I don't like that show. Because okay. I mean, it's like well. Why is that How did we on? get here? I don't Are know. Well, okay, you're gonna right. describe what a shoe looks real like. Real quick. Me, I'm sorry. It is not a dog wearing a, a wet. Carpet we could just sand cut or...
3: all of that out. Imagine. No, I'm not,
1: I don't edit this podcast.
3: Imagine a mouse. Okay. And take off its nose real quick in your mind. Yeah. God. Now you're putting on a new it's nose. Bleeding. <laughs> well, hang on. Oh, okay. You're gonna suture it on. Okay. Uh, and you're suturing on this new nose, and the new nose is um, what would I call this? Mm,
1: the stem sort of, of a leaf. Okay, stem of a leaf. Mm
3: -hmm. And there you go.
1: Oh, okay. So it's just like a mole then?
3: Uh, No, it's a mouse with a leaf stem nose.
1: Oh, it's like a pointy nose? Yes, it's very pointy. It's And
3: long. Okay. They're very cute.
1: Okay, sure. All right, so it's just a mouse then?
3: Yeah, it's pretty much just a mouse. Okay, it's a
1: mouse that eats a lot. Yeah. Like a pig mouse.
3: Well, and the thing, that they kept talking about that no, like that was just, crazy and shrewth? unbelievably, the shrewth. Yeah. Here, here's the truth, people. Okay. Uh-huh. Don't be sh- shreeple.
1: Shreeple. Shrewple.
3: Uh, use your scruples, don't be shrewples. Mm-hmm. Um they were they acting like it was like this like one of a kind amazing fact that a shrew has to eat so much to stay alive right or it can starve so fast that any any animals with that are really small usually have quick metabolisms mm. like that like a ferret will also eat the bones and everything of its prey and a ferret uh also has to eat quite a lot or it will starve to death pretty rapidly and you know I was going to say you know but we didn't go with the killer ferrets because that would be dumb but <laughs> it's it's, I mean, it's a toss-up, well, really.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess if you cover it with a carpet sample and then uh, unfocus the camera, a dog <gasps> uh, does not look as much like a ferret, unless it was no, like a wiener dog. No, no, no,
3: no. It would be just fine. Yeah? We can re-release this movie kay. under the title The Killer Ferrets. Okay. And every time they say shrew, we bleep it out, and we have you say... F-
1: yeah, right in the middle,
3: and 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 uh, and then we oh could no, these
1: ferrets are growing to four times, their <laughs> four thousand times their normal size.
3: We could uh, we could make a pretty penny off of mm-hmm. this.
1: Attack of the Killer Ferrets.
3: This is why you keep me around.
1: Yep, yep. I can't these wait until ideas.
3: I can't wait until we get to watch that movie about a wild ferret that tries to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: I like this. Okay, cool, cool. Cool, cool. That's a, a truly, that's a good idea. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this episode, though. You yeah. know, now that now that we've cleared up what a shrew is, mm-hmm. we okay. We've answered uh, I've also what is a shrew. <laughs>
3: covered my. <laughs> Have you
1: ever met a shrew?
3: I've covered my notebook with drawings of shrews. Okay, I think they're
1: very fun. Oh, those are fun. Thank those you. are fun drawings. Yeah, I thought bleach. those were moles, but they're All right. they're shrews.
3: Why don't you go sit in the corner and you can finish well, the podcast from there? No, no. Nope, I mean, I don't corner. think corner. I should
1: be punished for being critical. Corner art is a critic's world. If I'm not telling the truth about your drawings, Ugh. then what am I? All doing? All right.
3: So the first skit <laughs> it was right. present time, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was a, around Christmas episode or not.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it what. Well, normally they do Christmas stuff like when they're actually doing Christmas movie. I so I don't. I don't know when this uh, episode aired. Nor I. Uh, okay. So, um, but uh, for presents, uh, Gypsy gets a Little Mermaid bath time set. Very fun. It's very fun. I don't.
3: Oh, also, uh, before that happened, uh, uh, there was a joke that he forgot he had a robot named Gypsy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) which I really got a good chuckle. Yeah, I guffawed. In fact,
1: Um, the uh, uh, Walso. So does this introduce into the canon Walso? Walso and truthfully, Um, does this introduce into the canon uh, that Gypsy takes baths?
3: Mm. Does
1: she bathe? Is she a bathing robot?
3: Perhaps
1: Because how would she enjoy this Little Mermaid bath time set? She seems excited for it.
3: You can, like, lean over the tub.
1: Yeah, I guess just play with it in the water. And
3: she's got that long, you know, tentacle cable arm. Mm-hmm. She could probably wrap that around the feet. That's true. That's a horrifying image.
1: Yep, it is. Um, Tom Servo gets a uh, junior dragster indoor funny car.
3: And it's, like, painted the same color as him. Yeah,
1: yeah. It looks like it looks like someone made a Tom Servo transformer, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, and... Uh, he, uh, oh and he says
3: Yeah, Did you did you <laughs> I notice did. that? Yeah, I that was love good. that. Like yeah. I, we're gonna start saying that all the time.
1: Unbecleavable.
3: Yeah, unbecolievable.
1: Okay. I like that. I, I this is very good. This is all good. Um the uh then finally Crow um, gets a pair of dress slacks from JC Very disappointing uh,
3: slacks.
1: Yeah, very disappointing present. And I think like I've I've been there. Like mm-hmm. where you're, you're with a group of people and they all get really cool things and you get like a sweater or something.
3: Well, and like I guess what that made me think of is how people tell you that flips around when you get older. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. how like you're like oh great another trinket and then then you see someone getting something really practical and useful and you're like I want that. Yeah. I I, I do like the implication that that the the uh, robots mm-hmm. are you know like more at like a child stage of being yeah. like yeah, yeah. car. And and crow is like oh, oh pink.
1: yeah slacks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can wear them to church or school or a job interview. That was a pretty <laughs> like, good impression. Yeah, good job. thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first segment, uh, the invention oh! exchange. Oh, go sorry, ahead. I'm
3: so sorry. Uh, it it did remind me a little bit of how I used to play The Sims back in the day. Oh yeah, uh, where, where I you would
1: give one of them dress slacks and the other I, one a car.
3: <laughs> I know. I would have I would have two children in the Sims household. And then I would have one of them that, like, 90% of the house would be their room.
1: Okay. And the other
3: one, their room would be a small closet in that Sim's room. So it's
1: the Harry Potter syndrome. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, you know,
3: yeah. So anyway, let's, <laughs> let's not delve into the psychology I'm of I'm
1: understanding kind of how you're annexing certain parts of the ship now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not a Sim.
3: <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean that's debatable.
1: If you put me in a pool, I can climb out. Even if you take away the ladder. Oh yeah. Yep.
3: Have you ever lit the house on fire while making toast? Point me, slam dunk. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's my slam dunk sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um,
1: the uh, segment one, the invention exchange. Um, the Mads' invention uh, is destroying the Earth because they were bullied. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a, a an invention as much. It is, is. Is it? It is a concept. Um. But I guess that's what they're presenting for the Invention Exchange is that they were tired of all the people that have laughed at them in their life. And so they're just going to drop a bomb into the center of the earth.
3: You got to help me real quick because I'm getting a little feeble minded up here in space. Mm -hmm. Oxygen Uh,
1: deprivation will do that to anybody.
3: Um, at what point did the Edgar Winter babies happen? Was okay, that so that, that is part? that
1: is yes, that is Joel's part of the adventure. Oh, okay, exchange. okay, okay, okay. Uh, he prevent he presents the uh, Edgar Winter babies. Jim Henson's Edgar Winter babies. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Everything was Jim Henson's this episode. Yeah, there must have been a Muppet movie that had come out recently. Mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah, or or they're just maybe there was like a zeitgeist in the writers' yeah. room yeah. where they're all just real into like. Muppet episodes mm-hmm. or or something, but uh, yeah, uh, Joel's invention exchange is Jim Henson's Edgar Winter babies. Okay, um, and they're I think they're Cabbage Patch Kids that he essentially painted Spray all painted white. white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to kind of look like musician Edgar Winter.
3: <laughs> uh, mission accomplished. Yeah,
1: he did a he did a very good job. Um, and uh, would you
3: get your very own Edgar Winter baby?
1: I did not. They, they no, were, would you? Oh, would I?
3: Mm. If you had your druthers
1: if I had only if it came with a keytar okay and when you press the button on it it played the entire like 20 minute keytar solo from Frankenstein okay well I get Winter the one with the
3: soprano saxophone
1: okay alright <laughs> that's that's fair
3: and what's actually cool about that video where you know Ed- Edgar Winter plays uh, the keytar look it up yeah. mm-hmm. kids uh uh, where he plays the, the, the guitar the for a long time. The music video
1: for well, I guess it's not. It's just a performance video for the song Frankenstein. Yeah, and
3: then he and then it, the camera goes back to him, and now he's got a soprano sax. Mm-hmm. What you can't see is that uh, slightly off camera, there's the there's Kenny G standing from and <laughs> Edgar Winter just took the saxophone from him. Yeah, looking really cut. sad. There's
1: Kenny G standing there with a with a bloody lip, like yeah. holding his nose. It
3: was an impromptu moment, but it worked really well.
1: Yeah, I uh Science facts. It reminds me of uh there uh, there's a band called Focus that has a song called Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and there's a there's a video of that and it the song doesn't have any words other than the keyboard player yodeling. Um, yeah. and this is another one. If you've never seen this video you need to look it up. I might post it in the uh the comments with this episode when we put it out. But that was delightful. the the keyboard player's yodeling and then he uh whistles some and mm-hmm. then he like uh uh plays the flute <laughs> like every time it cuts to him he's just doing just something, something else different. very weird. It uh, looks like he's you know about to lose his mind. So um yeah the you gotta keep your busy. winter and the guy from focus are probably
3: That's rock and roll's yeah, motto. It is rock. You got to keep busy. <laughs> got to keep busy.
1: Got to keep busy. Got to do unexpected things certain parts gotta do of the it. song.
3: Um uh okay and then the the, sh- the first short
1: well, before oh. before we get to that. So they call the invention exchange a draw. The Edgar Winter babies is apparently as good of an idea as ending the world. Yes. Yeah. So so um we'll we'll talk about the shorts in the movie in a second. Uh let's keep going through the segments here. Okay. Um segment 2, um Joel and the Bots have their own junior rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a, a tribute to the the short that you mentioned. Junior the, Rodeo Daredevils. Yeah, Junior Rodeo Daredevils. Um, which, I, mean, I can't wait to talk about that one. That's that's good. Um,
3: All the notes that I had for that was, for the, the, the segment, was rodeo, underlined, and then arrow, crow, a bull. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, crow did have a very excellent uh, bullhorn, with uh, two bullhorns on. They're like, uh, you, you didn't know that he was supposed to be dressed as a bull. No, it took me a while. Yeah. I wrote
3: down my revelation, though, so yeah. that we can treasure it
1: for <laughs> all time. is a bull. Uh, Tom Service dressed as a cactus. And uh, I think that this is a little bit uh, before my time, but I think that Joel was doing a Will Rogers impersonation, mm. where he was doing, like, stand-up comedy, where he was talking about, like, he was talking about the president, which oh, I think Will yeah. Rogers did some more political comedy. That was kind of a thing back in like the early eighties. I mid wonder 80s. what Mystery
3: Science Theater's reception was like in the South at the time. Yeah, because they did they do they do poke a lot of fun at the South.
1: Yeah,
3: I'm curious if that was taken in stride or not. I
1: I bet it was. I bet it's similar to our if media if any climate of our, now. If
3: any of our fans uh, lived in the South during that period, give us some
1: insight. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, I'd I'd love to. Uh, Ugh,
3: did I just call them fans? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Any Any, <laughs> any human beings are unfortunate yeah. to be enough to be listening.
1: You're letting it go to your head.
3: Much apologies. Uh,
1: but yeah, I'd, I'd actually be interested if any of our listeners have any stories about like a a weird wha- like whether you're from a different part of the United States and uh, you have a, a different cultural reference or touch point to mst3k whether someone uh liked it or didn't like it for a certain reason or, or even international listeners we have if you've got mst3k related stories about uh you know relating to your the culture and, and how it's kind of perceived we'd I love
3: know. that yeah, that'd we're be pretty awesome. desperate for entertainment
1: yeah um segment three uh the uh they sing a killer shrew song um, and it's leading into the Killer Shrews board game. The Killer Shrews song is actually the, the, I guess the jingle for the board game. Um, and oh, and yeah. to kind of make fun of... The blocking in the movie, all of the pieces of the board game are glued down, so the characters can't move. Because, <laughs> yes, because that's pretty much how the entire movie was shot.
3: On it, multiple levels, like you said, the actual blocking, like mm-hmm. how they just stood there in the rooms, but also like the the, the pacing of the movie overall—that was a really good representation. I yep. enjoyed it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, one of those good skits where they tie back into the movie in a in a m- interesting and meaningful way, but also. It still made me laugh.
3: The the breakdown was, you know, there's a there's there's numerous movies where they, you know, the the robots have a breakdown because the movie's so bad. Yeah. And this was one of the fully justified ones. Oh yeah. And uh, I was totally there with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, segment four. Uh, Joel is a bartender, and Crow is uh, the he's Crow and Tom are showing him how to make the killer shrew.
3: Oh yeah, which
1: is a drink, and um, this is the
3: part that had that old school Mister Pib.
1: Yeah, I yep. didn't
3: remember that logo.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, it was uh, th- that was probably one or two logo iterations ago. Yeah, Mister Pib. But uh, the Killer Shrew includes chocolate ice cream, crunch berries, marshmallow peeps, circus peanuts, and Mr. Pib, and a few other things that I, mm-hmm. I didn't jot down. But it's essentially just like a sugar headache. like I mean, yeah, pretty cup. much
3: just like something you could probably get at Baskin-Robbins. <laughs> you could probably ask for the Killer Shrew, and they know what you mean. Like,
1: oh, yeah, the Killer Shrew. What, you didn't want a a clown that's just an ice cream cone upside down <laughs> <laughs> with, like, a frosting on it? Oh, those were the best, weren't they? Try it out, guys. Did you ever have one of those a at Baskin Robbins? They would they would take a scoop of ice cream and put it on a clown. They, well, no, they would put a, a a cone on it on the top of it, mm-hmm. and and then they would they would put frosting on it to make it look like a clown. No. Oh man, those are like. Those were coveted. Those were coveted baskin rice. I mean I really like
3: frosting and I don't know that I've ever had frosting and ice cream specifically together, but I think I would like that.
1: It was like kind of like partially frozen frosting. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, it was really good. I mean
3: anything at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really anything but lemons and bologna. Yeah. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. Go
3: bonkers for some cabbage right now. Yeah, I'd
1: eat some kale. Yeah. Some some raw kale. You could
3: have someone be like making fun of gluten free or whatever and (laughs) I'd be eating a gluten-free slice of bread.
1: Yeah, I would. I would do that. Smile. I on like. Face. I like all of our touch points are slightly removed from <laughs> <laughs> from reality. From because we're up here in space. Um, the final segment of this show, um, the bots are dressed in horrifying shrew costumes. Essentially. Like, they they took the uh, the idea from the movie, which, again, dogs just covered in carpet samples, and uh, then took it to 11 and just made these horrifying... It looked like the, the shrews were like fungus, or the, like, the bots were like fungus. Yeah, it was
3: something, again, that we could... You know, we've had the idea before of having, like, you know how they have... Uh, Beanie Babies or, like, you know, 90s Toys. You had all the different versions of them. This would be yet another uh, version, you know, cute little version of yeah. Tom and Crow that you could buy. Yeah, the, the little uh, action version. figures. Yeah Tom. Get,
1: get it out of, uh, like, a uh, Gachapon machine. Yeah, they'd the have MSD to have good names, Gacha though. Pond. Yeah.
3: Uh, like uh, Tom w- Shruvo. Tom, oh, mm-hmm. very good. And then...
1: um pr- uh, there it's not a real good one with crow. Shro, shro, crew, crew, shrew, t robot. I guess you could do shrew t robot. Yeah, shrew t robot. Okay, fine. Yeah, I mean it's that's about as good I as was, you can get. I
3: was, it was an emotional roller coaster because I was it really was. happy with your first one and a little letdown.
1: Yeah, I mean it was again. It's not. It's not easy to do. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, but they, uh, the bots are making like true chittering noises. Uh um, oh yeah. And Joel is trying to read two letters. Uh I can't
3: hear a word he's saying. Yeah, I feel not s- one word.
1: I feel so bad for these these people whose letters they chose. Yeah. Because it's like they're you're like, oh yeah, they're finally reading my letter on this episode of this T V show I love and then it's just unintelligible. Nothing. Like yeah. there's the the joke is that the Joel is having to read these super fast and it's un and you can't hear anything and uh yeah, so I felt bad for the writers of the letters. But, I did, too. Um, I kind
3: of hoped they were jerks and deserved it. <laughs> that way I could feel better about it.
1: Yeah, the uh, um, It cuts back to the mads, um, and Frank's tummy hurts because he had too much killer shrew.
3: That seemed par for the course. Yeah, and Frank. then
1: uh, Dr. Forrester gave him, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll help you out, and gives him a little blue drink, and uh, it's an epicac. Yeah. Which is a
3: word I felt like you heard a lot more in the 90s than you do now.
1: Yeah. well, I, I don't, don't know why. Do I feel like of fashion? there are better ways to... Deal with stomach problems and just making people barf. Uh,
2: well.
1: Maybe I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't. I haven't eaten anything poisonous.
3: Everyone's an epicat critic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> everything's an epicritic. So uh, okay, now let's talk about the uh, the short and the film. The
3: short was so good. Yeah, the short un- well, yeah. got my hopes up.
1: It wasn't the- it wasn't Mr. B. Natural levels of good, but no. compared to Killer Shrews, it was but, good. Like
3: no, the, the, I was in a really good mood after the short because yeah. it was delightful. And mm-hmm. then and then I have to say, well, we'll get to, into it more. I mean, they did the best. it, it was a noble effort, but yeah. the, the, there was it was impossible. That right. movie was impossible. Right, right, right. Um, I had some favorite riffs for the this the short. Yeah. Uh, I am trying to remember what precedes this, uh, but the boys are sneaking into the corral region, and there's the the, the ranch hand or the farmer who's sleeping,
2: mm-hmm. and the
3: narrator says something along the lines of uh, "Won't notice him." Yeah, and uh, they add, "He's hammered." Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then I have uh, oh, <laughs> the, when they see the. When one of the cowboys sees the poster for the rodeo, and he says, <laughs> "Call that art." Heart, yeah. yeah, did you, did you <laughs> yeah, get that, that was one too? That's
1: a good one. Yeah, yep. Uh,
3: champion roper of senior high and next year's janitor. <laughs> yeah, that one really this got was,
1: me. This was a really good uh, short episode. And then
3: Betty's in high school. It used to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, when she all when the, she
3: uh, all of those falls
1: off. Yeah, Betty's in high school. And then she falls off the. Was she on very the, hard? Uh, uh, or something yeah. and well used to be yeah
3: all of those just Cracked me up so hard.
1: This is uh this was a short that I had on a VHS collection of shorts from MSD three K. Cool. Yeah, it was Mr. B Natural's shorts volume two, I think is is what it was. I had I had one. I had one volume of shorts and I didn't and it did not have Mr. B natural on it, so I did not understand who Mr. B Natural was. I'm or trying
3: to focus on the words that you're saying, yeah. but every time you say shorts I can just hear uh, Bart Simpson saying eat my shorts. Well
1: and that was part of the gag too because it's I really believe that the VHS cover um, had Tom Servo and, like, a bunch of, like, boxer shorts on oh. it. So I thought, like, wait, is Tom Servo Mr. B-Natural? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, again, this was before we had accessed all of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I had never seen the Mr. B-Natural short. I didn't know who that was. I didn't know why they were making boxer short jokes. Like <laughs> I figured it was something i I just had no idea. You just wanted colours
3: on a screen. That's yeah, what you cared i did. About.
1: I did. just wanted some funny shorts. And I it delivered. So so I had I had seen um the the Junior Rodeo Daredevil short probably about a hundred times yeah. <laughs> before this. So I this this brought back some nostalgia for me. Um we both giggled. Yeah, we we both giggled. I right. there were I noticed there were two um Kind Of repeat thematic jokes that happened during the short, they like you said earlier, the uh, Jim Henson's blank babies, mm-hmm. like they're yes. like, Oh, it's Jim Henson's cowboy. Yeah, babies, I wrote that or, so many
3: Jim Henson jokes online, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, and then also there was a, another one every time they pan to a shot of the crowd, they'd go and the crowd goes wild, Yay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, crowd. yeah, yeah, those are enthusiastic crowd, yeah, yeah, those were kind of two callback Or I guess repeated jokes that they're they're doing throughout the episode.
3: Help me remember why I wrote this. I I, this is a thing that has the notation that means that I noticed it and felt the desire to comment on it. Gotcha. I wrote, "Why write letters in the door?"
1: Oh, in the dirt. (gasps) Yeah, because because uh, the the guy the cow ranch hand who looks like Wilford Brimley um like uh the, he's uh, like i have an idea let yeah. me show you and yeah, then and he, he like
3: starts drawing in the dirt and you think it's going to be something that needs to be drawn and he just yeah. writes the words junior, junior rodeo, rodeo. <laughs> <And> it, like, <laughs> <laughs> why yeah,
1: why couldn't you just communicate that with your words why does Gilbert that need friendly?
3: to be drawn in this like okay yeah now that <laughs> i just wrote door instead of dirt like
1: uh, a right. uh there's a uh, um also, speaking of the the ranch, and there are several references to uh, Wilford Brimley, who's the, um, he was in a bunch of oatmeal commercials in the. Was he the, the
3: diabetes guy?
2: Really?
1: Yeah, he's the diabetes guy. But he before diabetes, he was uh, the Quaker Oats guy. Oh, I didn't
2: um, know that.
1: Well, and see, and uh, this is this is actually a, a kind of an interesting case study because when I was first watching the the shorts video when I was a kid. Uh, those commercials were occasionally still on TV. Yeah. And so I immediately was like, oh, yeah, that's funny because it looks like the oatmeal guy. Mm -hmm. Now, fast forward to today when I haven't seen a Wilford Brimley Quaker Oats commercial for, you know, 25 years maybe. And it took me a while to be like, oh, yeah, that's that thing. So, like – as opposed to most of the jokes that I missed as a kid and now I'm getting as an adult, this is one that I definitely got as a kid uh, and yeah, now I'm like, count. yeah, now I'm like, Oh yeah. It, you know, it took me a couple of times of them making like a better Gerald meal jokes before yeah. I, I realized, uh, Oh yeah, that's actually it's really a,
3: interesting. That's a, that's a way that humor ages that I hadn't considered before. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, yeah, it was, it was weird how that disappearing touchstone kind of made the joke fall a little more flat for me.
3: Uh, so fragile, this mortal mm-hmm. coil. Oh, don't! Spring, spring. Don't
1: you know it's the shrews? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I think we both did
3: a bad. We and both did a bad. bad.
1: Ourselves. Uh, we've been trying to put this off for the last, I don't know, half an hour. But I think we finally need to talk about killer shrews.
3: Okay. Um. Here. Here's what I wrote. Okay. This movie. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Why?
1: Yeah. Now is that the letter Y or W H Y? You know which one. I know. Um, yeah, this movie was real bad, like the okay, so the first of all, the dialogue in this movie is nearly unintelligible, like most, oh yeah, most of the time they uh and and it was unin- have like
3: fake accents and right,
1: yeah, like it was unintelligible to the point where. Uh, there were several uh, riffs from Joel and the bots that were commenting on how you just couldn't understand. Yeah, what the they just made up saying. a line to right. yeah. And, and I found in like the Unearthly is a very similar movie to this, where there's just a lot of scenes of, of people. It's it's almost the movie that's shot. It's filmed like it's a play, where the, there's a static camera shot, and everyone's entering the 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 space of the of the the scene mm-hmm. as though they're on stage, and they're all kind of blocked as though they're on stage. So it's not filmed like a like a film. It's like someone just filming a play with different sets. And uh, at least the dialogue in the unearthly w- was something that we could follow. Um, the combination of the lack of action and the fact that I had no idea—I don't know what happens in this movie.
3: No, and I and they do nothing to make you care. Yeah, there's no one is likable. Okay. uh, uh there's no reasoning between behind why yeah. these guys made
1: these. Mutant shrews, it, like they were crossbreeding them, and then it accidentally happened.
3: I guess, is yeah. That, a- that I don't know if like an accident is a reason, <laughs> right? Um, like the, and and, I just I just didn't care about any of it. Mm-mm. Well, and and like the worst part was is that what I was ho- you know I knew it was a movie called The Killer Shrews. Right. I knew what I was getting into to some degree, and I was hoping that at the very least I could be laughing the whole time. Right, but it wasn't even like bad funny. It was just boring no it was yeah it was, boring. it was boring like they, you know and the, the, the in the segments they made fun of this by you know having like the the part where he was mixing the drink because a good good healthy portion of the movie is just people holding glasses yep
1: and and, and, drinking. and drinking drinking a lot yeah. yeah yeah
3: and and i mean for i guess that was the only way they could get through it too but i suppose i should do some some fun little facts here yeah, yeah. um uh oops oops
1: well uh, well, you're getting well you're getting those facts another thing that, that made it kind of just really uninteresting is that the the character archetypes were so obvious, like yeah. that there was no like you could you immediately knew, okay, that's the guy who's gonna die. Yeah. That's yeah. the good guy, quote quote unquote. That's the the girl who's gonna fall in love with the good guy. That's the bad guy. And like they're they're just so like yeah, I I could have told you I had not seen this movie before I could have told you who is going to live and who's going to die by the end of the movie right like oh within within the first like thirty seconds of them being on screen
3: yeah no the characters are flat the dialogue is I mean yeah. it's just all around cruddy movie okay yeah so the tagline which doesn't make sense unless you see can see the picture. So the picture is a woman's shoe spattered with blood, okay. and the tagline is "All that was left after the killer shrews," which isn't true because the the only person who well, I guess maybe other characters wore pink high heels. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, I feel the, like they're implying that the the lady character dies in she yeah doesn't. no um and then something that I just find to be absolutely just one
1: also they missed a real big marketing opportunity by not n- n- rhyming shoes and shrews oh yeah like they could only find their shoes because of the killer shrews something you know
3: it's delightful but
1: again that would have just made the, that would have done a service to this movie that it didn't deserve
3: now this is something that I think was pointed out during the riffing but uh, dr. Baines is played by Gordon McClendon who is the executive producer uh Oh, of I this in the giant Gila monster.
1: Oh, okay.
3: So they made a joke about the giant Gila monster. They did. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, giant Gila monster, which was earlier in the season. Um, that's, yeah, yeah. So that's a little callback there.
3: So my my favorite thing on the IMD page
1: yeah. uh,
3: is actually not technically trivia about the movie, but it's frequently asked questions about the movie. Okay. And.
1: All right. What are some of these frequently asked questions? You
3: only need to know one to be as happy as I am right now and smiling. Frequently asked questions about the killer shrews. Question, colon, quotation quotation mark. What are shrews?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, this movie left me wondering that as well. It
3: does open a can of worms, doesn't Mm, it? Yeah. I just like the idea. What if at some point... Somebody actually knows, needs to know what shrews are, like some child's doing a report of the homework. Mm -hmm. And uh, the route that they go to figure it out is. Going to this IMDb page, IMDb page, and then clicking on that link.
1: Yes, yeah. What what are shrews? And then also the the second uh, piece they they find for their research is the taming of the shrew by William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, so and they're, they're
3: like, evidently, it's a, a woman who's being abused by a terrible it, man,
1: uh, who's also a dog wearing a carpet sample mm-hmm. in, in a in a terrible terrible movie. So, yeah, I uh, just I I put this up with the unearthly as just like a and it's, it's even less watchable than the unearthly which I know is one that you didn't see but it's essentially a very similar movie um shot in a lot of the same ways except you can actually understand the dialogue in the unearthly mm-hmm. so it's not like listening to people mumble and right. through like a, a broken mcdonald's a mumblecore speaker. thing yeah <laughs> mumblecore is a that's a completely different thing but. all right
3: um, so some things that I noticed and felt the desire to comment upon. Okay. Uh, one is that uh, that's not a nice way to hold a shirt. They actually do show either a mouse or a shirt, It's mm-hmm. impossible to tell so far away. Yeah. Um, at one point, and they're just dangling it by its tail. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought, how very not nice.
1: Yep, that is very not nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I thought there was more. Oh well, <laughs> that particular point, more. I
3: was waiting for your reaction. Okay.
1: No, I mean I agree. It was, uh, it was cruel.
3: Something that I cruel
1: to that shrewel
3: about not just about the movie, but about the riffing on the movie was mm-hmm. that uh, this one is a little racist in a lot of places. Yeah. that made uh-huh. me kind of like, oh, that that's rough.
1: Yeah, and I think I think some of the comments, because they, they kept making comments about Dixieland jazz. Every, every time, time they see the
3: black actor. Yeah, yeah, and
1: and I believe that there was a piece of unintelligible dialogue that
3: may have that, tied into that, that. Tied
1: into that, but I did not catch it, so it just sounded like they were taking cheap shots yes. at this guy. Yes, well, and they
3: were doing accents and things. And, yeah, um, it was just a little like. Ooh.
1: Yeah, some of it, some of it doesn't age well some of the uh old the older seasons uh especially i think uh one and two where they had movies with asian actors there were you know again like not not aging well uh, well and i mean i I I think i
3: feel relatively comfortable with just saying you know it's not great that part wasn't great no um uh and then uh i I thought that they would might make a joke about rous because I'm pretty sure the Princess Bride was out by then.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, maybe? I don't it know. It says
3: Princess Bride is out in 1987, so that would yeah. Been, it yeah, it would have been, yeah. Because um, uh, they definitely were rodents of unusual size. Yes, okay. Like, that yeah. was something that I kept waiting for, and I don't think ever came.
1: No, I, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that, but that would have been, uh, been good. I would have welcomed that.
3: And then uh, I also... Wanted to note that uh, the scientist of the glasses looks very much like the the re- recent movie depiction of the beast from the X Men.
1: Okay, I haven't seen it, so I don't, I don't know. But uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I favorite yeah. Well, okay. The only thing that I noticed and felt the desire to comment on about the killer shrews, which I have double underlined, is the dialogue in this movie is unintelligible.
3: Yes, that yeah. is all. So, so, no, that is a very good point. Yeah. It made it kind of. Painful.
1: Yep. Um, so you have any favorite riffs from this movie?
3: I do, but, you know, I think my favorite favorite riffs are actually from the short.
1: Yeah, that's fair. My favorite favorite riff was actually from the killer shrews. Um, and there's a point at which the bespectacled scientist who apparently looks like the beast from the X-Men yeah. movie? Okay. <laughs> uh, he walks into the room uh, holding a piece of paper, and he's kind of like, he's he is sort of like the portrayed as you know the scientist character who's so lost in his work that he can't uh have any sort of other interpersonal relationships and so he, he's walking in this room distractedly holding this paper and uh joel riffs i've been studying the script and i think i'm in uh, this yeah scene. <laughs> yeah
3: you laughed pretty good yeah it it was, it was, i thought it was,
1: it was a really clever kind of meta yeah riff that i i enjoyed it was
3: fun uh the only the only one that i had written down was a uh, meanwhile back at the branch uh <laughs> Yeah, that, that is, was a good one. That tickled me. Yeah. It's it's simple, but it's, it's sweet.
1: Yes, I agree. So. Um, are you ready to do a twenty second recap? <gasps> me. Yeah, it's Me-me? you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. On your mark. Get set. Twenty second recap.
3: Two men are on a boat and they show up at an island and they're looking at the island through their binoculars, and then they see they get we on the island go and there's several people there. And uh, they hang out and they drink a lot. And then there's some dogs with funny masks. And the dogs try to eat them and they get away.
1: All right, very good. All right, uh, seventeen seconds. Thank you. I was worried there because you the first seven seconds <laughs> where there were two men on a boat and then they looked at the island through a pair of <laughs> binoculars, which was I think your that part of the recap was longer than that part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it you, you pulled know we all it. You perceived it in
3: we all perceive time differently mm-hmm. you know an, an hour on a stove or in the loving arms of a, a hot babe nope so you got it
1: keep going <laughs> keep going
3: they're the same difference if you ask me all right don't put any fish here goodbye <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> <laughs> well uh on that note let's let's rate <laughs> this let's rate this episode and rate this film so uh, let's do the film The film and the short first We'll do them uh, separately Okay So
3: uh, The film gets more points Than something like uh, Oh Mighty
1: Jack Mighty Jack was what I was thinking of Yeah Yeah
3: um, Or anything by Ron Koontz, Which yeah. I know <laughs> Is only That's just a little shout out For our Cinematic, Cinematic Fun, Fun Dumpster, Dumpster yeah. Listeners um, although
1: the the dialogue in the latest Ron Koontz movie was I could actually understand more than the killer shrews dialogue. But you didn't want to understand. No, it. I didn't, but it was still understandable dialogue.
3: It's still this this still had the semblance and form of a movie. Um it was yeah. just
1: <laughs> unlike the again, the, the latest Ron Koontz movie. It was just
3: unforgivably boring. Yes. Um so I guess if we had to rate this out of shrews I would say Four out of ten whiskers.
1: Four out of ten whiskers? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would uh, I would give this three out of ten whiskers. Okay, it's pretty I, close. I dislike. Actually, I would give it two out of ten. Wow, yeah, really? I, I mean, again, it, it like the the way that it was shot, the pacing, the dialogue. The, see, now I'm gonna
3: go back and compare this to how you rated Mighty Jack, mm-hmm. and see
1: if you rated. I Mighty mean, Jack my scale height. my scale is fluid. The more media I intake, the more I learn about what I like and dislike about. All right, media. fine. Rate Mighty
3: Jack right now.
1: It's uh, Mighty Jack would be a three out of ten. Okay. I don't hate this as much as I hate Mighty Jack had like a cool Japanese like robot, I think, in it. That was what that was about, right? It had
3: a lot of boats. Yeah, it had boats. To- and, like, toy boats. Like
1: there were action, real action scenes. It wasn't just dogs Somebody's running bathtub. around wearing carpet samples. Like, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I didn't, I have fonder memories of this. I would put this down with the unearthly. Um, which I, I believe uh Agre- I, hey, agree
3: yeah. to disagree okay. and get out. Sure. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> um so. the short I would give I would give a solid eight out of ten. Oh yeah, eight I love eight of short. ten junior rodeos.
3: I uh I give it eight out of ten vertebrae.
1: Okay. Fused vertebrae. <laughs> Fused vertebrae. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it was it was a a good uh subject matter. It was light, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened in it. Um it, and it may make me sound like a bad person for this, but I feel like the best shorts in MST 3 k are ones that are documenting people in real danger. You know, <laughs>
3: yeah, I guess, like, you have that contrast, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But also, like, there's a the contrast already in the short of, like, the cheery tone, and then you've got children being bucked off of animals. Right, right. Um, and... I thought you were gonna say that your favorite shorts are the one in which children get hurt, no and I'm like that is no, a little no. sadistic,
1: like the one where the guy's like uh he's like in danger of like being like attacked by like bears and bitten by snakes and stuff while he's gathering animals for his zoo yes, like that that was sort- that was a little bit like uh soul crushing because he's capturing all those animals, but yeah. it's funny to see him you
3: the know, things like, that happened to him,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: um. That also makes me think of uh, a up clause in the Easter Bunny, where the kid gets attacked by the raccoon.
2: Yeah, it,
1: yeah, where where the the Huck Finn kid. gets It's like one of this the funniest <laughs> things I've seen in my life. The raccoon bites his face. Do you remember how I laughed at I, that? I do, I do. And I was, um, and, uh, yeah, I was so, like,
3: <laughs> he's getting hurt.
1: <laughs> but again, like it's it's those sort of things that I feel like make the best riffable. Uh, not and and I mean even even stuff like the riff track shake hands with danger is yeah the is, the, the cynicism yeah, is fun the the contrast there yeah. um see so yeah I I like this short I thought it was I thought it was good I thought it was effective um uh what about this episode as a whole
3: um I I had I was I was lost by the end of it yeah and it, again and not not through any fault of theirs mm-hmm. I just you know I. It was such a tough movie to watch.
1: Yeah, there's some movies that Riffin can't save.
3: I yeah. I think at the beginning I was around a seven or yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the movie I had drifted somewhere to about a five.
1: Okay. Yeah. I would I would give this one a six. Yeah. Just because it's not like it's not the worst that we've watched, but it's also it's Definitely t- bottom three for sure. Mm-hmm. I I would put Mighty Jack, The Unearthly, and this in the in the bottom
3: three. Yeah, um, and again, it was a valiant effort. Yeah, yeah. So
1: like like you said, you know there there are some movies that you just can't save by by making fun of them. Yeah, like, we should
3: have like a when we're done. Well, we'll never be done with this yeah. show because Dr. Owl's never going to let us go. Yeah, no, we'll just die. Um, yeah, but when we run out of episodes to watch, yeah. <laughs> we should. Which uh, also
1: may not happen. Fingers crossed. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, if they keep making new seasons. Forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever and
3: ever. Uh, but anyway, we should still make like a list of the top 10 unriffable. Okay. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then well, lock I've got, them. I've got three of them right now. Lock them. Well, you know, you know, maybe other ones will knock them out. Yeah, true. But, true. uh, but once we find out what the top ten unriffable movies are, mm-hmm. we'll gather up all copies like they did with the game E.T., <laughs> put them in a landfill. <laughs> Just bury them in a landfill bury in them. the New Mexico desert. Never talk about them again. Okay. So.
1: I bet that's already happened.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to uh, read some letters from listeners? Please. All right. If you want to write us a letter, um, we we put out a call for correspondence um every time we're about to record an episode that is at our facebook page which is facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio um and uh so yeah when uh when we put out that call people comment on the uh the call for correspondence oh i'm just repeating myself now i'm thinking too much about this You're killer shrews movie are you in the i'm losing my mind
3: are you in the department of redundancies department <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Redundancies Department of Redundancies, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so yeah, uh, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio, um, that's where you can write to us about uh, things, specifically our episodes, so...
3: Or anything, really. Yeah, I mean, anything. Unburden your soul.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like our Patreon, where we'll break up with your significant other for you, or prank call your teacher, but... Mm-hmm. Which are things that we apparently said we would do on that show. Um, anyway, um, so first, our friend Michael writes in. Hello, Michael. Uh, he says, oh boy, one of my favorite episodes in oh. The Killer Shrews is a movie falls into a genre that's one of my favorites. Sorry, Michael. Michael. Sorry, man. <laughs> you know, that's okay. That This is one of the things that makes MST 3 k great, is that we can watch an episode of the show and really dislike it but it could be someone's favorite that doesn't make us wrong or it doesn't make them wrong or vice versa right you know whatever hang on look yeah. at his
3: profile picture is he a shrew
1: no he's <laughs> 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 is, is he a dog that's wearing a carpet sample is he no he does not appear oh. to be a shrew nor a dog wearing a carpet all right sample. fine fair enough yeah Um, He he goes on and says, uh, when he's talking about how the genre is one of his favorites, namely the movies. Wait, wait. Movies about shrews? Well, hold on. Namely movies where the protagonist is barricading themselves from hordes of evil things trying to get in. That is fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I can see. If that's like your thing. If it was,
3: I mean, obviously it could have been done way better. But those parts of it, I have to admit Mm -hmm. that I also did enjoy Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I also wonder if this movie is one of the first examples of black guy dies first trope that was prevalent in horror movies for a while
3: Uh, Judging from the other movies we've watched that's been around since,
1: (laughs) since movies were movies Yes um, I also love this movie because they handle the situation pretty much the same way I would, which is lock myself inside and drink heavily.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Fair. That's yeah. also an excellent point. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the uh, Other than asking people about Killer Shrews, this is an aside, um, I ask people um, if they like their hot chocolate made with uh, water or milk. Just because, you know, I like to spice it up. I like to fantasize about being able to eat things that aren't baloney. Um, and so Michael says, "As for my hot chocolate, milk is always better, but instant hot chocolate does have powdered milk in it, so you really can't go wrong either way. However, you take your hot chocolate, I may may I suggest adding a shot of mint schnapps, oh. which sounds that that is something you guys sound like
3: you're gonna say a snot of pinch <laughs> a
1: snot of mint schnapps. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, the peppermint schnapps uh, in hot chocolate was a favorite drink of mine back in in college during the winter time. Yeah, it's very delightful." That's very delightful.
3: It does sound very yum yum.
1: Um, and then he says, P.S., believe it or not, I saw on IMDb that at some point when th- that they made a sequel to this, which is a whopping 45 minutes long and actually has some named actors in it. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, that's. Is that count as a sequel if it's 45 minutes long?
3: Shrew me once, shame <laughs> on you. Shrew me twice, shame on me. Well, and
1: could, okay, can I try? Yeah, go ahead. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on shrew.
3: Yeah, I like mine made more sense, but yours sounded better, so Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll we'll call it a draw. Yeah. Just like destroying the world and Ed, Jim Henson said you're winter babies. Yeah. It's a it's a complete time. Mm-hmm. Our uh, our friend, uh, pretty sci-fi for a fly guy. Pretty right sci-fi then,
3: for a fly guy. Um,
1: says, I love this episode on a near cellular level. Oh, Man, wow. We are
3: you want to <laughs> just re-record the whole episode?
1: <laughs> no, no. I mean, we, we feel about it the way we feel. And if everyone else is in a different... It, again, this is why mst 3 k is great. Everyone gets different stuff out of it. Should we read the letters um, before we do the episode? The best monster stories speak to us on an almost primal basis, tapping into a shared experiences and art archetypal dread. Who among us for instance can claim to never have felt the sickening gut punch horror from suddenly realizing that a conversational partner, loved one or cherished kitchen appliance is actually a dog wrapped in <laughs> shredded <laughs> carpet remnants. <laughs> so I don't know if uh, I don't know if this is actually his or favorite. Genuine? Okay. Yeah, okay. but that was a very good uh, <laughs> very good lead up. Yes. Also, for making hot chocolate, I'll I'll take a spiced praline blend with tiny marshmallows because I'm fancy. Oh man. Okay.
3: That sounds decadent.
1: Yeah, that does sound decadent. Ten I, uh, teeth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, our friend Steve writes in. Hello, Steve. Um, Steve says this may be the best starter episode.
3: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: I feel like is there
3: a conspiracy? Yeah,
1: did did we watch a different cut? Yeah, of this did we movie? watch a different episode from everyone? else? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, the opening skit uh, does such a great job of showing who the characters are, particularly Doctor F and TV's Frank. I do agree with that. I think, I think that in terms of getting a view into the psyche of the the mads, yeah i mean um, they were
3: being mad scientists they're, yes they're yeah, very yeah. into that role yeah
1: yeah um then comes a short people love shorts I agreed i i think i think we're in agreement up to this point uh the movie is a great choice um in being bad but not boring i you know uh, I, I i yeah uh and it gives us the making of a killer shrew skit which again was was a good skit i like i like the skits in this movie i like the short in this movie and I just don't like the movie. I
3: I know. Yeah, it was just yeah. so long.
1: Um, and he says, I see that Best and Curtis appeared together again in a 1969 episode of Gunsmoke. I wonder, did they reminisce about Killer Shrews? Uh, or did they not make eye contact and <laughs> pretend to never have met? <laughs> I hope that that was... <laughs> The case, so, they're just like, oh, it's a killer shrew guy. Oh, no.
3: Hey, I know you. You were in the.
1: No, uh, oh. Um, oh
3: yeah. uh, Wait, do I know you from somewhere? Uh, and they no, both have no, the no, realization no. at the same
1: time. They're just like
3: <laughs> <laughs> They side. They side. Crab walk out of the room,
1: or one of them pretends not to know the other guy, but the 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 latter is wearing like the uh, the jacket, like the the crew jacket from the killer shrews. The killer, the killer in it—it's got "crew" uh, uh, crossed out and says "shrews." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. It's good. No, okay. Our friend Travis writes in. Hello,
3: Travis. I bet you love this movie and it's your best movie ever, and you just <laughs> want to marry it, don't you? Yeah, uh, Travis. Travis
1: says "doggies" equals good. Um, "Doggies" in carpet costumes equals bad. Uh, "Little doggies" forced to put on a rodeo equals weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they were
3: little dogs, weren't they? They weren't like big dogs. Well, there was uh, there
1: was like a uh, shaggy like. There was a little tiny, like, chihuahua dog that was barking at uh, the bowl. The yeah. Yeah, d- and I felt really scared for it, but also proud of it. Because yeah. It was, uh, I was worried that it was
3: going to become doggy jam.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it might have off screen, but yeah. we'll never know. <laughs> what I think of when I think of hot chocolate <laughs> is like a bunch of Hershey bars melted down and mixed with milk. But then, remember, most of the time it's scalding hot chocolate water. You know? That's true. Right. Scalding hot chocolate water, not as marketable is a name for hot chocolate, but I I agree. Um, And finally, our friend Matthew writes in, um, and he says, I really do believe population control is a major problem of the world. Uh Uh, <laughs> to be right
3: on the right. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think
1: he's referencing that the uh, the shrew population. Oh, okay. Was the, was oh, the so thing. it's yeah. kind of like birdemic. Where, yeah, you know, we're supposed to be getting this. Yeah, like, we're supposed deep to be getting. It. Yeah, it's a, it's a deeper metaphor. Yeah. Maybe the only person to get a deeper metaphor out of the killer shrews, mm-hmm. but um, then again, you know, again, who's to say? So, thank you to everyone who wrote in and who apparently yeah. loved this so movie. we roasted way way more than that we you did. Love. Yeah, and that again, it's okay. Our, our opinion doesn't have to color the way you feel about this episode. All right. Just the, the same way your opinion doesn't color the way I feel about this boring, horrible episode.
3: Well, I'm just going to say that I am I I am sorry, though. Yeah. I okay. Mean, maybe I didn't fully appreciate its merits. Maybe we should watch it again. Mm,
1: no, thank you. And again. <laughs> no, thank you. And, uh, until
3: I feel something.
1: Uh-huh. So you'll clockwork orange yourself yes. with the killer shrews. Until
3: I <laughs> <laughs> feel something. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, if again, if you'd like to write in, um, facebook.com slash Gizmonic Institute Radio. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who wrote in. We, we also have a Twitter account. That is uh, Twitter uh, twitter.com slash msd3k underscore podcast um, if you want to uh, follow us there. And uh, if you like our show a whole lot and want to support us, uh, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash gizmonic. A um, dollar a month is uh, will get you access to our other show that we do, which is called Dr. Odd's Cinematic Fun Dumpster, um, where Dr. Odd makes us watch one of his favorite movies uh, from his from his bucket that he takes the movie out of, and uh, then he makes us discuss it. And all of these movies are way worse uh, than The Killer Shrews. That's so. very true. Mm-hmm. I, we referenced uh, Ron Kuntz earlier. Ron Kuntz is a regular uh, auteur- slash director of Doctor Odd's favorite movies. So um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun show to do and we really appreciate the support um that that you are all giving us. It's it's really you know, i c I can't thank you enough. We What are we, they
3: again? Dumpster monkeys? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, forget.
1: Oh I think it's I, uh, yeah it might be dumpster monkeys I don't yeah, yeah. Uh, dumpster dollar, dump, monkeys. dollar monkeys yeah although <laughs> dumpster monkeys sounds that sounds fun too that does
3: sound very fun. um
1: but uh yeah we just had to renew our hosting for this show and for the first time ever we were able just to you know use money that didn't have to come out of our pockets to do that and nice. that's like a really amazing feeling and so thank you thank you thank good milestone you. Um, Reviews on
3: uh, iTunes too. Did you
1: see? Yeah, that? yeah. And review us on iTunes or on your Podcatcher uh, app of your choice, wherever you get podcasts. Helps other people find the show, um, and tell a friend. You know, we don't we don't pay to advertise this show at all. Um, so really, word of mouth is is how this show has grown. So we really uh, we really appreciate everyone who listens and everyone who's told someone about the show. You you are all awesome, awesome people. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: we love Shrew very much. Um, any any final words before we uh, go back um, and, and talk about whatever hijinks we're up to?
3: Hang on. What was the piece of advice I was giving earlier?
1: Um, uh, fool me not. Shame on you. Fool, fool me Wait. not.
3: <laughs> fool me too. Come over here. Presents for you. Not Malibu Barbie. You can't. You're a gypsy.
1: Killer Shrew. Killer Shrew. Okay. Dot All right. Com. Good.
3: All right. All right, this Bye. has
1: been the audio log for mst 3 k Season 4, Episode 7, The Killer Shrews. All right, so, hey, Trebus, are the uh, space dogs still there?
0: Yeah, in fact, uh, I'd like to point out they are, I'm having some uh, some trouble uh, seeing out of the, the port windows because they are covered in slobber. Oh.
2: Uh, well,
0: it's actually, it's a mixture of slobber and it appears to be blood.
3: Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty bloody. Yeah. Based yeah. I mean, is. they. I
0: mean, they could. They could be friendly. Um. Probably not. No, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably I, not. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've got yeah. one
3: last ditch attempt to save our lives, Jeff. Oh no! But it's
1: going to be your flute again? What,
3: well, I'm not saying it is or it's not. But <laughs> look, I mean, it, I'm going
4: to be honest with you. this sandwich is amazing, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, the only way you're going to make them leave is to play the recorder to communicate with them. Okay. And like, like, but you're gonna have to tell them like something that dogs hate,
3: okay, okay. okay. to make them go. Because what, you keep the dogs these hate? delicious
4: gravy commercials and it's <laughs> stick around forever.
3: I'd have the listeners submit a comment on things that dogs hate, but we're gonna die, so we better do it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah things things time. Dogs, hate. Bads.
4: dogs hate. Baths.
1: Dogs hate baths. Dogs hate the mailman. hmm But like in a way that they want to kill it, so we don't want to say we're the mailman. No. Um, the
3: vet. They hate going to the vet. Yeah. They hate the slippery, slippery that's a good floors.
1: One. But they hate Bob Barker? They
3: hate Bob Barker.
1: Ooh, that's a great idea. What if we send out a signal that
4: we're Space Bob Barker,
1: and
3: we're on a slippery floor right now?
4: What if you played the Price Is Right theme song on your record?
1: Da 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 da. That you know that one?
4: Da 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 Nope, God. That was you just you just told them your entire bodies are made of sausage.
1: Oh no. <laughs> Darn it, Jeff. I didn't I didn't tell you to do that. Jeff well, You can try it. You can do it. Words. All
3: this time we thought that I was the chosen one. But yeah. what if it's been
1: you? The chosen one for what? Dog communication. Uh-oh. Space dog
3: communication.
1: Huh. Are you ready? I well can I blow into the other end of this pipe because this is you've got spittle over the I mean, this is no
3: time to be squeamish. I
1: mean, why is your spit this color? Huh? Oh, why does it smell like feet?
3: Well, do we have toothbrushes
1: or toothpaste up here? I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, <that's laughs> it answers my questions.
4: All right. I'd say you got about a good uh, minute and a half here until uh, until you're completely devoured by wild space dogs. All so right, I, I would gonna, I would I'm come up with, with a something. plan.
1: I'm gonna try something calming for the for the the space dogs.
4: I don't know if it. I don't know if it turned the dogs away, but I follow you anywhere, Frodo.
3: <laughs> you know what?
4: I think they. I think they're leaving.
3: They're 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 still close to the ship, but I think that they're.
4: No, they're leaving.
1: They're loving each other.
4: They're off to find the One Ring.
1: Yeah. They're off to find the One Dog. The one ring. ring of the One Ring of Saturn. They're gonna go fast. That's it.
4: incredible. They are now. Granted, that is what happened, and they are going to go to the Rings of Saturn where. The, you know they will be completely disintegrated, but <laughs> what a beautiful image.
1: Yeah. And that's what that's what the rings of Saturn are actually made of. Well, I'm Hundreds getting... of space dog corpses.
4: Yep. That's a lot of people wow. know that. Yeah. It's these skeletal remains of space dog corpses, but oh. uh quick thinking on your guys' parts to murder all those dogs.
3: <laughs> yeah. Watch guys, it's so beautiful. It's <laughs> like it's like the Aurora Borealis.
4: The Aurora Borkialis. It's <laughs> happening before our eyes.
3: A Borka Borkialis.
4: The Borky Borkus. <laughs> the
1: Adaga Boney Borkus.
4: The Swedish ship. <laughs> Ring of Saturn.
3: We sure dodged a bullet there, Jeff. Yeah,
4: we dodged some some space dogs. Yeah, you dogged, you dogged a bullet with that one.
3: We dogged a bullet. I think we maybe learned something important today.
1: Yeah, we learned that you should never play the space dog. Flute again.
3: You know what I'm gonna do with this space flute? I'm gonna to me. give it. No, Here I'm gonna go. give it to Trebus. <gasps>
1: Trebus. Trebus.
3: I have a gift for you.
0: What? Uh, excuse I'm me. Giving you, I'm giving my uh, flute. A gift for me? Yes, a gift for you, Trebus. What? What is it? It is a lovely
3: copper flute that I crafted by hand. Oh,
0: wow! I thought you were gonna save my freedom, but I yeah, flute sounds great. <laughs>
1: Well, you know... You know know we can't give you that, Treebiss.
0: I knew that... Yeah, I know.
1: I'll die here. This isn't the end of Aladdin.
3: I couldn't give you the Olive Branch of Friendship, but I can give you the Olive Branch of a branch of metal that is a flute. Oh.
1: Now, Treebiss, I have a gift for you, too. Yeah? It's a $20 gift card to the Olive Garden, because while I cannot give you the Olive Branch of Freedom either... Wow. uh, I can give you this Olive Garden gift card.
0: That sounds great, because... You know, you can get never-ending breadsticks there. Mm-hmm. Wow! And That's sticks. very similar to my never-ending crushing depression <laughs> that I face every day. That I'm here with you guys.
3: Hey, don't forget to make a joke about sticks too, because breadsticks and trees of sticks, all mm-hmm. kinds of sticks. That's good. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Yeah. I find that offensive. <laughs>
3: well. Yeah, I guess we shouldn't make tree jokes.
1: Yeah, I guess. Well, but I guess I'll I go
0: ahead and and I'll just play on the. Uh, I'll play a song on the old recorder here.